You're listening to season two of Conversations with Kathy, the podcast for women who are looking for a place filled with honest conversations, tangible takeaways, and new perspectives on life, love, and everything in between. And I'm your host, Kathy Ann Roach. Let's jump right in. In the last episode, I spoke to Molly, a young doctor who lives in California, and I could not resist asking her opinion on the COVID vaccine. Please be aware that Molly's answers to my questions are from her perspective and her personal experience, and she is not offering medical advice or encouragement on what you should or should not do. Her opinions on why she made a decision to do what she did are her own and are not intended to sway you in any way or in any particular direction. The decision to get vaccinated or not is your personal choice. In terms of your community work and your desire to teach Mm -hmm. and to talk about things that are important, and that's why I'm going to just switch for one second and say, tell me about your work, because now we're in the middle of a (laughs) pandemic. I was thinking maybe 20 years from now, we're going to tell these stories. Well, you know, I had to wear a mask. It's only in hindsight, sometimes we realize what's happening, but you're in the middle of it because of your, the work that you do in medicine and that sort of thing. And I saw you on Instagram having your shot done. And I know that there is a lot of hesitation in some circles about what's happening with COVID. What's the truth about COVID? You know, Mm -hmm. the conspiracy theories are running rampant and the vaccines and and side effects and whether we could trust Mm -hmm. it and and all of those sorts of things. I know that even more than most people, you're a little bit more intimate with what's happening, even on the vaccine side, because again, a stalk in your profile, I saw that you're friends with somebody (laughs) (laughs) who actually worked on the vaccine development. So I was like, yes, you know, insider information. Yes. Can you share with me? Yes. And I just want to say these are my own personal beliefs. I'm speaking as Marlisha. I am Dr. Smith, doctor of nursing practice, but I just want to be real with the audience and speak from my point of view, not as a medical provider, but as your guest as well. So yeah, we are in the middle of a pandemic and we've been there for almost a year. Uh, I would say a year because I think we started to see people getting sick and not knowing what was the cause, we would give them like rapid flu and strep tests and everything was coming back negative, but we had no answer for it. And that began back December, January. So I could say we technically have been in a pandemic for about a year. But now we have this COVID vaccination that has rolled out. And I think we're about a month and a half since rollout. And uh, I did get the vaccination. And my reason for getting the vaccination was that I'm at the front line when I go to work. And also, I live with an elderly woman who her immune system is not as strong as mine. Now, I know for my my friends and family, even my dad, uh, he was like, you're not going to get that vaccine, are you? But I had to educate him uh, because... There is a lot of conspiracy surrounding it. And I I asked my dad, I said, dad, when have you seen someone with polio in the United States? When have you seen someone with meningitis like recently? Yes. Uh, Chicken pox, shingles, things. That's because we have vaccinations. I've seen someone with polio, not here in the States, but when I went to DR in India, and it's not a pleasant sight. It's very, very sad to see. 
So I explained it to him in a way, the reason why we haven't had a pandemic or these illnesses to progress in our country is because we have access to vaccines. Yeah. And I tell my dad, I said, think about if we hadn't had vaccines, what the United States would look like right now. And then there are people who say, but what about Tuskegee? Yes, there has been an amount of distrust yes. between the Black community and the field of medicine. Mm-hmm. But I think that we are trying to move away from that and break stereotypes. Yes, that happened in the past. For Tuskegee, they were denied the treatment when there was treatment available. So yes, yeah. I do feel like that is very wrong. But I feel like if we are at a point where we have something that will prevent people from dying, I think it's safe and people are worried about the quickness that it was produced. I told my, I I said, you have phones. Each year, Apple comes out with a new phone. (laughs) Yes. yes. Our technology is so advanced at this Mm -hmm. point where we should be able to produce a vaccine that quickly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. We have a new phone that comes out every, every year Apple comes out and then my old one starts to break down. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So when we look at the advancement of our country and of our, our nation of the globe, we have to realize that there are things in place to help us with these things. Yeah. So I did, I was hesitant at first when it came out, but then I, I looked, I said, we take medicine. There are, yeah. there are holistic people who do not take medicine, mm-hmm. but most people take medicine when they get a headache, you, you aid yourself. We all take part in something that is not that is somewhat foreign to our body, yes. whether it's food, whether it's medicine, whether it's phone through radiation and things like that. So you have to know, and I, I would recommend for people to always do their own research, yes. but I had to get this. I had to get this and I had to make sure that my grandmother was willing to get it and she was willing to get it on her own. Yeah. Yes, the second shot, I did have some type of reaction to the vaccination, but it was not nearly as bad as my patients that I've seen with COVID. It it was localized. And what I told people is that my body is doing exactly what it should be doing when something enters it. Yes, yes. Yes, something foreign enters it. And COVID is foreign to us. And that's what we want. My left nose swelled, swelled up really big, but that was it filtering out. And I had the chills. And those are the response that you your body does when it gets sick or when it's introduced to things that it's not supposed to be. And yeah. COVID is one of those things that we are not supposed to be introduced to. Yes. So instead of getting the full blown thing, I would take a arm swelling anytime. Yeah. And one day of chills, uh, our bodies are different and no one knows how the COVID a virus will manifest itself in yes. your body. So yeah. you're taking a chance and we take risk every day. You take a risk when you get in your car to drive. You take a risk when you walk outside your house, yes. even inside your home, you're taking risks. So I try to be a little more practical and a little more um, not judgmental, but mm-hmm. trying to put it in a way where people, not only my patients can see. And then when I break it down like that, they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, it is new, but we do have that technology that it should be produced and just give it to them in small pieces. And I say, you always have to make a decision that is going to be right for you and your family. Yes, there are risks, 
but there is risk with everything that we do. And I guess for some people, the side effects will be different. You know, some people may have some more extreme or even less extreme reactions than you had. Correct. Uh, And and that's the same way that the virus uh, affects people. Some people are asymptomatic and they don't even know they have it. And then we have some that require a ventilator, which is a machine that helps them breathe because it has taken over their respiratory system. And that's one of the things I say to my patients. Yes, we don't know how the vaccine is going to react in your body, but we also don't know how the COVID virus is going to react in your body. So you have to make a choice. I said, I made the choice to inoculate myself with the MRA of COVID because I wanted to be in control of my body. I didn't want anyone else to infect me with the virus. I wanted to have control over what was happening to me. And how was your grandmother's response? What were her side effects? Yeah, she had arm soreness the first day. And then about two weeks later, she had a a little more arm soreness and and it was in the same place. And she was like, that was weird. I didn't have it for one whole week and then I got it a second week, but now Mm -hmm. she's fine. She is a little worried about the second shot. And that's just because she saw that my arm got red and everything and she's older. So she does have a little more to consider, but she's ready. She's super ready. She's, she's ready to uh, get this thing under control so we could have some sense of normalcy. And we don't want things to go back to normal, but we want to be able to enjoy one another, see our family, see our friends without having to worry about getting anyone sick and passing on this virus. I know you asked recently about like now that I have the shot, do I still have to wear a mask? And I told you that I do because Mm -hmm. I could possibly spread the virus. And then I just wanted to let you know, there's not enough people who have gotten the uh, vaccination to consider herd immunity yet. So that's another reason why we still have to wear our masks. But like I told you, if I come in contact with it, I should not get sick. And I still have about a week's time. It takes about two weeks to produce full protection. So yeah, this is interesting time. And I'm sure it's interesting conversations around the medical water cooler. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> about what's happening and what the future is going to look like and how long it may be before we go back to, like you say, yep. normal. But yeah. it's it's really interesting time. So if you were to someone still listening and they feeling mm-hmm. that I am still scared, yeah, what would you say to just make them kind of uh, put their mind at rest? Yeah, I I would say your feelings are valid and there is a reason to be scared if you don't have enough information. The way I explain it to my friends and family that don't want it, we have to pave the way if no one is doing it, we will never know. But someone has to take the step first to say, well, let me try it and let what happens. Because if no one's doing it, if I don't do it, then there won't be any evidence to how this vaccine affects Black people. Yeah. If everybody in the Black community says, I'm not going to do it, right? We won't know. There, so someone has to take the step forward. And I think that comes with that fear. Like yes. fear blinds you. It it doesn't allow you to see anything past what it stands in front of you. So so we have to lessen our fears. And I think once I did it, because I told you I was nervous, I did some research. And of course, mine was probably a little extensive than the normal personnel who doesn't have a medical background. And I said, oh, I'm going to wait to the second wave. And then I said, (laughs) no, 
Just do it. Be the example. People need to see you have an audience, even if you don't have all the answers. Let them know what you do know. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Conversations with Kathy. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. It helps others just like you to find the show. And if you want to connect with me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Kathy Ann Roach or in my Facebook group, Conversations with Kathy, where we connect live, discuss the episodes and share tips for improving our lives. So until next time.